Hey, what's up everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 24 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My sincerest gratitudes if you are listening to this. And today what I'm going to be talking about is increasing your odds of success. And that may sound a little vague or it may sound a little overly positive and you know that I'm not someone that is super in your face and is going to be super bearing you down and being a rah-rah person. I'm much more of a tactical person about how to actually be positive and achieve great results in whatever you're doing in life, whether that's life, business, relationships, whatever. So what we're going to be talking about is increasing your odds of success, how to actually break that down on a tactical and strategical level to be more successful in whatever you're trying to achieve. So before we jump on into that, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, all that nonsense down below. And if you sign up for my email newsletter and you also leave a great comment, you will be eligible for a $100 Amazon gift card that I give away every Friday. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about how to get those odds of success higher. So the way that I think about this, and let me turn this thing off. Um, the way that I think about this is that my background is in finance and going through school and getting my education and everything. Finance does a really good job of giving you a framework for understanding of how things work at a system level. And what I mean by that is not just thinking about things in terms of your own life and your own experience, but understanding there's things that are way outside your forces of control and are bigger than you. So obviously you're going to have your own anecdotal experience in life, but also there's this idea that we're in this system and the system operates regardless of how you feel or whatever. And it has, it's almost like an organism in itself. So we're in a large system, just like we are on planet earth and planet earth is an organism itself. We're in a large system. So the mass behavior of humanity is a system in and of itself. And when you have these systems on a large level, what happens is you start to see patterns in data. And that's the cool thing about humans is our brain allows us to have this pattern recognition. And when you can start to analyze this, and this is what's really cool about computers in the last 50 years that have allowed us to start to understand a lot of this stuff. When you can analyze large patterns in data, you start to see, when you analyze large data sets, you start to see patterns within that data. And then you can all trace these patterns back to different types of distributions. And one thing that's very common in statistics, math, and financial models is the idea of a normal distribution. So everything is normally distributed. You're going to have people on the higher end, of, and this could be measuring anything. So success, income, education, you're going to have people on the higher end of the spectrum, people on the lower end of the spectrum. And as you go into the middle of the spectrum, the most people are going to be correlated or coalescing around right around the mean of whatever that distribution is. So probably makes sense if you have a background in math, uh, but if not, hopefully that is explaining it at a low enough level where it's not too crazy or scientific or anything. But basically everything can you can think of as being normally distributed. So again, so some people or some data sets are going to have a small sample on the higher end, small sample on the lower end. And as you get closer to the middle, 
that's where most of your data is going to coalesce around. And also what's pretty cool, and this is just a side note, is that there's this idea that thing, there's a thing called the wisdom of crowds. So this is the idea that one example would be that if you have a jar of jelly beans and people will go by the fair and guess how many jelly beans are in the jar. If you add up the average of every guess that you get, if you get large enough sample size, which usually for a human guessing like that would be a thousand, but obviously as you increase the amount of people, this would, the accuracy would go up. And the average guess of people of how many jelly beans in the jar, usually is almost spot on to actually how many are in there. So you're gonna have some people that guess way up, some people that guess way low, but when you average all the samples together, you're gonna to get right about how many jelly beans there are in the jar, which is kind of cool that, think about one human brain is like a computer, and then as you start to link human brains up to the internet, which would be kind of gross consciousness as human beings, you get more intelligence. So the more humans brains, human brains connect, the more intelligent we get, which just gives you the idea that you can only be so intelligent yourself and some people are gonna be smarter than others, but most intelligence and the best intelligence that you're gonna have is when you're interacting with other people and getting data from them. But you're probably thinking, how does this even help with increasing my odds of success? Well, if you come from the framework that everything is a normal distribution, you're going to understand that you actually have to try a lot in order to succeed. And what I mean by that is you can only succeed if you are putting yourself out there enough to have enough failure in order to finally have a success. And some people, and especially a lot of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that end up becoming successful, making money, enjoying their life, having success, do so because they were willing to endure pain longer than other people. So they were willing to take risk, endure pain, and go through things that other people weren't willing to do or didn't feel that they needed to because they were comfortable in whatever state they were. The reason that entrepreneurs made it through that is because they increased their odds of success by failing more. And so when I say increase your odds of success, it really is failing more so that the chances that you succeed are higher. And how do you do that? Sounds kind of vague, right? Well, the most important thing you can do is break down into whatever goal you're trying to achieve into what I call KPIs. And these are key performance indicators. So just as an example, I know in my real estate business, there's only three things that matter. It's generating leads, setting appointments with those leads, and then the people that I help set appointments with end up closing on a house. And that's the only thing that matter. And if I can track all my activity to go back to those things, I know I'm gonna be successful. And I'm not gonna get emotionally involved if one thing doesn't go my way, because as long as I'm doing those three key performance indicators, I know that I'm going to be successful. And it goes no different than in life. So whether you're trying to meet cool people, date cool people, whatever it is, you have to increase your odds of success by breaking down whatever the goal is into having performance indicators and then just working on those and focusing and knowing that, okay, when I'm doing this, as long as I'm hitting my marks in these, I'm going to be successful. And I'm not gonna get frustrated with myself because it's this law of large numbers effect. So as long as I'm doing 
what I need to do in order to hit my numbers, I know that I'm going to be successful. Whether however long it takes and however short it takes, success will come because of this idea of the law of large numbers, that you're going to basically create a distribution for yourself where you're hitting certain things. And probably what's more important, this is not comparing yourself. So rather than focusing on what we need to know or our performance indicators to have a better life and create a better life that we want to have, we get caught up in looking at what other people have and what we don't have and not being grateful for what we have and being grateful for the ability to pursue those key performance indicators that we set up that we're trying to use to achieve our goals. So think about that. Think about whatever it is you want to achieve and then try to condense that into a data set. And maybe your brain doesn't work like this. This is how my brain works and it helps me. It actually makes my life easier because I can approach things with the mindset that I know works for me. So maybe this doesn't work for you, but if it does, and even if it doesn't, try to think about things in this manner. And I think it helps it helps you become detached from the outcome so much of the day-to-day tasks that you'd be doing. And I think a lot of times the struggle that we get caught up in is having emotional responses to the day-to-day tasks that we get caught up doing and not focusing on the big picture and focusing on the law of large numbers, basically. So understand that and then using that to our advantage. So it sounds kind of a nerdy thing to say, and I don't know if it's necessarily nerdy, but just it's it's not fun. But what this, this if you approach things from the large, large numbers, it allows you to do the work in a way with the mission insight rather than getting emotionally pinballed around and being really up one day and then really low one day. And um, again, this is going to be in business and in life, too. So another thing I want to talk about was key performance indicators in life. So we have key performance indicators in business and that's great, but what are your key performance indicators in life? And I'm not saying I'm necessarily by any means a superstar or anything in this, but I know for me, I break down my daily schedule and how I orient it. And so when I have times to go to the gym, that's not negotiable for me. And so I know when I plan for the times of the week that I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do that. There's no yes, but, no, but working around it. It is what I'm going to do, and I'm focused on that. And what that does is a building block. So if I take care of that, well, I know it's going to help my health. And then I know that's going to translate into how I feel about myself. So that when I go into my business section of life, I'm going to perform better because I took care of my health. Then when I go into the relationship with friends, family, and whatever, I'm going to be better because I took care of my health. So I'm going to have more to give to them. And ultimately, this is all going to start to come together to help build a life that you feel is much more of what you envision and wanted to create. So think about that. Think about what are your key performance indicators? Maybe it's in your business, in your job, but also in your life. And so how do you structure time spent on your health, time spent on your job, time spent on your family? Do you have key performance indicators and a plan in place that orients around those? Or are you just focused on one thing and then kind of lacking in the other areas? And again, I'm saying this as much myself as anybody to focus on that and then understand how to set up around that. And then you can approach it from 
this idea of the lower, law of large numbers. So I might not feel great going to the gym one day, but if I consistently go to the gym, I know over time I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to have a healthy body. And I'm, my mind's going to be, my mindset's going to be optimized because I took care of my physical health, which relates to my mental health, which is going to translate into my business life and my personal life. So think about that and think about what are the key performance indicator building blocks that you need to set up in your life to achieve whatever it is. And it, it might not be success, business success. It might be spiritual success of chasing uh, a spiritual path and state that you want to get to. So it doesn't necessarily have to be oriented around making money. It can be uh, whatever you want to achieve. And if that's a better family life or whatever it is. Um, the next thing I want to talk about leading into that is why this is important for high performance people. And I think if your goal is to be high performance, you want to approach or at least have this as a tool in your arsenal of approaching things from the law of large numbers. So if you can understand whatever goal you're wanting to achieve from the idea of the law of large numbers, again, it's going to make everything else so much easier because you're going to know the process. One thing I learned playing college football is this idea of a process. And even though you might not directly benefit when you're adhering to that every day and you are taking something that's proven and it could be on a new idea, but you're taking work that's proven and doing the work and doing it over and over again, you understand that in the long term, it's going to be success. And what's great about it is say you were to do a process and if it was for a business idea that ended up failing, the journey of going through that and adhering to it every day and being able to deal with uncertainty and deal with the frustration and the emotional ups and downs is going to make you a better person, regardless of whether you have financial monetary success or not. So being able, when you approach this idea of increasing your odds of success through constantly iterating and going through struggle and embracing struggle where other people aren't willing to do, even if it doesn't seem like it pays off, it pays off because of the learning experience that you had from doing that and making sacrifices that other people weren't willing to make. So again, if your goal is to be high performance, by the nature of doing this, say you toiled in obscurity for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and nobody ever found out about what you did or what you contributed to the world. The process of doing that made you a better person and made you the type of person that you wanted to become and had envisioned for yourself. So again, I think that's a lot of thing that people have trouble to with is consistency. Being able to do this over the long term, this is thing, something that I was thinking about yesterday is how in today's culture, we want everything right now. We want it right now. And to be able to want to make a million dollars right now. And we want to be able to have everything we want right now. But the process of getting those things, whatever it is, again, business, relationship, financial success, is the process of going through getting those things is what makes you a better person. So how do you get closer and do those things faster where you collapse time? Well, you embrace more struggle on yourself than anybody else is willing to do. And I'm not saying to the point of harming yourself, but to the point of going through tough things that other people aren't willing to do. So basically it, what it comes down to is to increase your odds of success, go through tough things that other people don't want to do. 
And just to show, kind of explain where I've learned this from is in my real estate business, I went through the process of whether it was door knocking, cold calling, whatever, to doing open houses and stuff, to getting closer to closings. And because I did all those things at a higher level than other people were willing to do, I increased my odds of success and thereby had success faster than other people. And I'm not saying I'm some big wig or anything like that by any means doing that, but I was willing to embrace struggle more than other people because I wanted to increase the odds of success I had. Well, I just did. I looked at my key performance indicators and I outpaced other people that were doing those. So anyway, hopefully that makes sense. Think about it this way, whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever is the uncomfortable part of what you're doing that you know you should be doing. So doing the uncomfortable thing that you know you should be doing, do that more. And when you do that more, you're going to increase your odds of success. And if you take anything away from that, do embrace the struggle more than other people are willing to. And when you do that, success is inevitable. And again, success is going to be defined on everybody's own terms, but the journey of going through that is going to make you so much better down the road. And then, so hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it makes sense. And again, please leave your feedback. If you have any other questions like that about uh, what I talk about or how I could talk about it better, please, please let me know. And I would always welcome any feedback, great feedback, criticism, whatever, uh, to ultimately just make this better for everybody watching. So thanks. Have a good one. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.